I noticed I often develop an infection at the site of a simple cut, one I treated with antibiotic when I first received it. You know I'm a writer, but did you know I like to write longhand sometimes? I think those yellow legal pads have extra thin paper made purposely for paper cuts. There are times I'm hopeless in the kitchen, too. That's usually when I have my mind on my writing or the Victorian murder mystery I'm reading. Well, lately I've had my mind on my daughter's new career, my stepdaughter's promotion to first female head instructor for Krav Maga here in Phoenix, the publication of my new book and getting the third one ready for print, my almost son-in-law's new career, another new career, or our trip to Meteor Crater. I digress. Back to infections. This made no sense. Until I remembered that my immune system was already compromised by my chronic kidney disease. OMG. As if we didn't have enough to deal with concentrating on diet, exercise, sleep, rest, inoculations, creatinine and GFR monitoring. Might as well take a deep breath and explore this one, too. So, just what is an infection anyway? According to the Free Dictionary, medical, at http colon slash slash medicaldictionary.thefreedictionary.com slash, it's invasion and multiplication of microorganisms in body tissues, especially the causing local cellular injury due to competitive metabolism, toxins, intracellular replication, or antigen-antibody response. Ah, this definition may have exacerbated our confusion so we'll need a few more definitions. I'd say we all know that toxins are poisons, and microorganisms are those teeny, weeny little living things you can't see with the naked eye. As for intra, Hunter College Latin and Greek roots class a million years ago to the rescue, that means within. Add cellular and you have within the cells. Add replication and you end up with bacteria making copies, replication, of itself within the cells to the best of my knowledge. Undergoing immunology treatments myself, I remember the phlebotomist in the office telling me that the layman's term for antigen-antibody reaction is allergic reaction. And now? Oh right. What do frequent infections have to do with our already compromised immune system? This is what I found on Davida's site at http colon slash slash www.davida.com slash kidney disease slash overview slash symptoms and diagnosis slash infections and chronic kidney disease slash e slash 4734. People with kidney disease can be more prone to infection because of related conditions such as diabetes, inadequate calorie and protein intake, and the access site can be vulnerable to infection. Now, we all know I've been successfully fighting to stay pre-diabetic for years, so I'm not a diabetic. And we all know I'm at stage 3A, so I have no access site. That's something you encounter when you start dialysis at stage 5. Ah, but I am restricted to 5 ounces of protein a day and 1,200 calories. Neither of these is inadequate for a woman my age and weight. Or are they? I didn't know, really. But a site with the unlikely name of Breaking Muscle seemed too. I found them at http colon slash slash breakingmuscle.com slash nutrition slash how much protein do you need science ways. Their answer? 0.36 grams slash pound slash day. Apparently, you just multiply what you weight by 0.36. Let's say I weighed 125 pounds, will you please get up off the floor and stop laughing? I'd need to eat a minimum of 45 grams of protein. That's less than 2 ounces. What about the days I just don't feel like eating any protein? It's surprising how you can lose your taste for it. Or maybe I'm just not bothering to consume enough calories each day. Considering that I'm not underweight, ha, these are both hypothetic situations. Kidney Service China at http colon slash slash www.kidneyservicechina.com slash ckd basics slash 1546.html explain the connection between CKD and infection this way. Besides, proteinuria, 
damaged kidney can cause lots of toxins and wastes accumulation in blood, while these substances will be transplanted to everywhere of our body. Many of them are harmful to the organs and tissues of our body, and they can cause damage to our immunity. For example, marrow is a major organ of our immune system, while some toxins can inhibit its function of producing cells. This makes sense to me. I visualize it as bacteria streaming into your cut from the outside, while the already overloaded blood is doing its darndest to keep them out. And not succeeding in its sluggish, polluted state. Hope that's not too violent an image for you. Most of the other information I was able to dig up had to do with ESRD, and state renal disease, and the inflammatory state of your body at this stage. I did find it interesting, but we're not quite there yet, thank goodness. Changing the subject, the digital version of the book of blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 1 is free today. That's right, the digital version of the book is free today. Why? As a reward for reading the entire blog instead of just the first few paragraphs. Got you. It's because today is my birthday and I wanted to give you a present. Also because I couldn't think of a better way to get the word about moderate stage chronic kidney disease out there. Thank you for celebrating with me. Oh, the print copy of the book is being released today, too. Now that's a present for me. Both are available on Amazon.com. Do let me know what you think of the cover. And, please, write a review after you've read the book. I've had some of my 17,000 readers in 109 countries tell me they aren't writing a review because they don't want their name in plain view for the entire world to see. Guess what? You can sign as anonymous, or use your nickname, or make up an alter ego name and use that. Until next week. Keep living your life.